Hey everybody, my name is Joe Flesh. You've joined us for episode number 30 of the Hobby Heroes Podcast. I'm joined tonight, as uh, usual, with a friend, Chuck Jardina, of the uh, previous Wallcast co-host. Chuck, how in the heck are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent, excellent. This is our second attempt at the show. Uh, you old internet gods and Skype decide to tell us hell no last time we did it, so take number two. Uh, yeah, on both ends. We were both having issues. <laughs> yeah, we were. It was bad. You in the beginning and then me second. So this uh, month, September, we are here to talk about FlatCon, 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 which John and I have been giving Chuck no end of shit about, uh, I mean, stuff about for the last month and a half. Yeah, no kidding. But, uh, you know, to be fair, he has done a hell of a lot of work as far as promoting the event. So we are basically going to dedicate this entire show to talking about it. So first off, let's cover some fast basics. FlatCon is a game convention held in Bloomington, Illinois. It is, oh, shoot, what were the days? It's the 13th and 14th? 12th, 13th, 14th? 12th, 13th, and 14th. Yep, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 12th, 13th, 14th, and it's in October. Um, And the price, uh, if you pre-register, they're taking pre-registrations through October 1st. Uh, Online pre-registration cost for all weekend is $25. On-site registration goes up by $5. It's $30. Now, FlatCon is primarily a RPG convention. However, uh, we have been running small uh, Warhammer Fantasy, Warhammer 40K, miniature war games tournaments there. I mean, since you and I have been hanging out since like 2008, we've either been involved running them or attending them. And this year is not going to be any different. Uh, So first off, Chuck, since you have been promoting this so hard... Why exactly did you get involved? Um, I got involved because the convention essentially benefits Relay for Life. There's a a team that is part of the committee that's called Gamers for Life, and they register as one of the uh, teams during the event here in central Illinois. So a lot of the proceeds go towards that. I've had people affected by cancer. One of my gamer friends, Jeff Darnell, which you know of him, um, passed away back in 2006. And so I feel like it's worthwhile to give back, to contribute, but if I can tie two things together, such as gaming, which is essentially my 25-year hobby so far, um, and things that have taken away from my hobby, like cancer, then I will proceed to do that with fervor. Absolutely. Yeah. Cancer it can suck a big bag of D's. Uh, it's pretty prevalent. My wife's family has a ridiculous history of it. My nephew had it. Yeah. My brother-in-law had it. Uh, my sister-in-law was scared about having it. Her father has had it twice. Uh, so, yeah, cancer. Suck a bag, huh? Yes. So Relay for Life is is what the big uh, fundraiser is, right? Yes. So essentially their pre-registration tickets and their food sales, if they make profit from that, goes towards their team. Right on. So... Like we said, primarily they are a Dungeons... Well, <laughs> I shouldn't say Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Or event <laughs> podcast. There but is a lot of rpg there. There's a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. There's a lot of Pathfinder Society. Pathfinder, yeah. So they actually estimate between like, like 75 and 100 participants with this uh, regional Pathfinder event. So I forget what the um, society is called, but there's like a dedicated... Um, leveling group or what have you with like specific characters you would play at different events regionally 
Yeah, that's for Pathfinder. It's the Pathfinder Society. I can't remember what it's called for D and D, but they also have one that runs. Um, and these are these are built as uh, continual events. You know, so you, you the idea is you can make a character and register it at the website for the company or whoever's running the organization, and then you can take that character to events all over the country if you want to. So it's pretty neat. Um, and keep in mind, they have a host of board games. They have a host of uh, like demos, like companies will come out they'll send one guy out to do a demo of you know five different sessions of a certain board game that's coming out but you know primarily this is the rpg convention in illinois so yeah i was gonna say probably three maybe four years ago they started slowly collecting board games and having people come run stuff there Uh, i know last year they had a settlers Catan regionals there I think they're doing another regionals this year. I don't think it was for Sellers of Catan. I think it was for King of Tokyo. So the board games oh, are okay. picking up steam. Um, and that's nice to see because I love a good board game too. But we aren't here to talk about board games now, are we? No, we are not. No, we're we're not. here to talk about miniature games. Damned Skippy. So <laughs> this year, the... I don't want to say support, but the organization the social media end of it has been lackluster in years past as far as revolving around the miniature game. So Chuck really stepped up this year. This is what me and John give him crap for because every time he's on something, he's, Flatcon's coming up, Flatcon's coming up, but he's doing his damn job. So let's let's talk sponsorships real quick. I know you've reached out to a lot of places. Who have you reached out to? And why don't you tell us kind of like how, how did that go? Like, you know, did you just send an email? Did people reach out to you? How'd that work out for you? So it, I, I used, of course, um, multiple platforms, Facebook pages, referrals, Twitter, uh, st- regular internet pages where you would send an email to customer service and request help. Um, various websites sent me replies back saying no, that they're not interested. Um, some of them actually have specific forms to fill out so that they know when your convention is. They know that attendance and what the primary focus is, what the needs are. Um, but I, I think because those larger websites, uh, like let's say, for instance, P3 painting, um, they might get a lot of inquiries just because of the size of their company. They're more well-known. They're internationally in game stores worldwide. So um, they may be pinged or emailed multiple times per day, and they just can't you know, accept every request. So um, what I did is uh, with the gaming areas locally that I knew, um, I knew of an internet retailer who I had ordered from a few times and I emailed him to see if he would be interested. I made a big, long spiel, probably too many words. I bet it was probably a thousand words in one email um, about what we were trying to do. We were trying to get sponsorship or grab bag participation. Uh, From there, I know I, I, pretty sure I messaged you uh, and John Gazek, who does the Unstable Dice podcast, because I was trying to get, you know, some feelers. And because uh, John had run a convention before called Invasion of Kenosha in Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is just north of Chicago for probably three to five years. Um, so he had a, a little bit of knowledge behind it. But, you know, really, it was um, those emails following up with phone calls or whatever I needed to do. And uh, that's how I really got connected with a lot. The referral part came from John because he uh, had a, 
I guess he knew of a new company starting up called Spellcrow Studios, and they were looking for an event to send their product to. They're out of Europe. And uh, so I messaged them, and within just like four weeks, I had a box of stuff that I could you know, put out there. Uh, Cromlech was is very well known for event sponsor, sponsorship. They are uh, pretty well known out of Poland. Um, they've got a whole line of buildings and add-ons and modifications you can do to futuristic tanks. 40K is one of their big uh, selling points. So uh, it, it took time. I started in about October of 2017, and I've continued even up until this point uh, trying to refer a, a couple more people. I, I did go to conventions as well. So if anyone out there in the Internet world uh, knows of Adepticon, which is, I think, one of the largest games workshop events in North America. I went to Gen Con and I talked to several people. That's one of the largest just standard conventions in North America. Um, and then Siege World, which is another uh, maybe 200 person or 300 person convention in St. Louis. Yeah, you've really gone out there. You've, you've put the yes. word out a lot. You've asked for all these sponsorships. Um, so your plan is to do... You know, you've gotten sponsors for stuff to give away in, like, small grab bags. You've gotten sponsors yep. who've, uh, I think it was Cromlick donated you a bunch of terrain, wasn't it? Yeah, a table full of terrain, yep. Yeah, so they totally supported you by giving you, a, like, a whole 40K table. Uh, Mini Stomp was a large contributor for our 40K tournament and our Age of Sigmar event, which is our Sunday event. So those larger, uh, up to 36-player tournaments are going to be Saturday, Sunday, but they donated hundreds of dollars worth of terrain. So, you know, I would kind of lean towards them and say, hey, they're sort of our main event sponsor. All these other ones are contributing to, like, the grab bags or random prizes that we'll hand out. Um, and, and those include, of course, Cromluck again, because they gave us some bits to hand out to. Uh, Spellcrow was a big one for the, the grab bag. They um, gave us 20 individually wrapped uh, bits baggies with their name on it hidden forest gaming uh gave us some discount tickets to use online paintedfigs.com was another one that again gave us a voucher to use online and uh mini wargaming uh mike from canada from his uh company gave us some combat gauges with lanyards on them so that was super cool of him i met him at adepticon and um one of the recent ones that we added on who is giving us i believe 40 to 50 dice cups with um, like random D6 dice to kind of toss in there was Miniature Market out of St. Louis. Um, a local game store, though, that I'd like to plug, of course, it's only local, but um, Red Raccoon Games um, also gave us some terrain to use for one of the tables, and they are going to pull some GW support uh, here shortly for an Age of Sigmar table. So, you know, it's my hope that, you know, people look at online retailers to support them, but also never forget your local game store. We have to support the brick and mortar. Otherwise, we're never going to have a place to play. Right. I mean, you play in your basement, you play in your garage, but at some point, it's nice to have a store that can organize things and have tournaments and stuff at, because most of us don't have the ability to put up five tables. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say the social aspect of, I don't know too many people who have a outbuilding on their property that is a three-car garage equivalent that I can set up five tables, get a couch out, and serve food. I mean, 
you go to the game store and they, they've got the hookup with the ten dollar pizzas. They've got soda and snacks there, and five tables in the back with ten tables worth of terrain. Um, yeah, you don't you just don't get that feeling too many places. So right, right. So we're gonna go over the events here, and we're gonna go through it day by day. Now, uh, it should be said that Chuck may not know all the individual hundred percent rules. I don't think you do, do you? No, and I don't know how many people would. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, Chuck, like we said, is is organizing. He is the mouthpiece. He is the bullhorn, you know, rallying people in. He's the guy at the front of the sideshow, you know, step right up, step right up. Uh, he has recruited people from around the area to actually run the individual tournaments. Correct. So let's start with Friday. What is on Friday? So Friday night is a single event, Combat Patrol. It's a 400-point single detachment. You bring five copies of your armies just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Sorry, family-friendly, obviously, again. Um, our tournament organizer is uh, Eric Evan. He is out of Adepticon, so he used to run some events up there. Um, we have a $10 entry fee uh, payable via PayPal. Um, obviously, bring your FAQ, current codex, and we do have prizes for top players. Uh, but we are running that at 32 players maximum and recommended age is 13 or older. So keep in mind, we're trying to keep this at like the teenager level, not like the nine-year-old and 10-year-old to just come in with dad and, and play. Like still try and keep it competitive, not over the top uh, when it all costs, uh, which I have been emailed about already, like what to what to expect when arriving so we're trying to keep it as a casual sort of competitive event that you don't have a douche list at. Does that make sense? Good luck with that. I don't I know. know. Well, it, well, as soon as you say prizes, people are like, oh, I'm going to take uh, five of these and that's going to be 400 points. So I'll win. Yeah. Competitive. Uh, I don't know. It's what it is. Whatever. At 400 points. How horrible can it be? Right. I know that's you know, asking for it. But anyway, so Friday night. 400-point Combat Patrol 40K. Is there anything else on Friday night? Uh, no, we are just keeping Friday night simple. One event, um, train, uh, 40K focus, because I think generally you have more 40K players who show up to conventions. Um, just look at your regular attendance at the local level, and you can justify that. Fair enough. Let's move on to Saturday. Saturday, we got a couple events going, I know. So what do we have on Saturday. So Shadespire is one of our Saturday events, and also we have a RTT 40K Retro Rogue Trader Warhammer Tournament. So with the Shadespire Clash, uh, we have James Croce, who is a local um, Shadespire enthusiast, and he's played multiple game systems, but we're using Best Coast pairings with that, and obviously bring your boards, bring your cards, doesn't matter if they're in sleeves or not. Um, handing out uh, three one and O points uh, for our pairings and lots of other specifics in this event. Uh, registration starts at 9.30, goes till about 5 or 5.30 or whenever the final standings and awards are completed. All right, what about the 40K event? Uh, 40K, this is an interesting one because we're not using Best Coast pairings to try and avoid any issues with uh, clubs trying to just accrue points and show up and just bog down people or vote for their friends. Does that make sense? You're essentially trying to stay away from the ITC nonsense. Uh, yeah, and, and 
I have I was already asked by two groups uh, within the Midwest if I would reconsider that, and I talked to my TO uh, Lucas Como, who again has played at Adepticon, ran events at Adepticon and at Flatcon too, and at the Red Raccoon Games. So you know the TOs I'm using are not fresh off the gates; they are you know veteran players who have been playing for a decade or more. Um, so his thought was to make it a smaller point event, but increase it from like a normal three round to a four round. So that's what we did. Uh, we again went with $10 entry fee, like all the other ones and, uh, four rounds, 1,250 points, 32 players. Again, recommended age for all these are, is about 12 or 13 years or older. Um, you can get more information for specific builds, but these are going to be, uh, mission, uh, pushed scenarios. So it's not just 15, 10, and 5, you know, win, draw, uh, win, draw, loss. There will be secondary, tertiary objectives uh, in order for you to claim. So four rounds, huh? Yes. Very interesting. Did you, you, did, you, did you not see that? Uh, n- well, <laughs> previously. <laughs> I'm sure I did at some point, but you know how busy you and I have been with the Boy Scouts. Never have time for it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know if I'm going to have my Space Marines painted. Uh, I well, got a, we're hoping you do. Yeah, I got all the tactical marines done. I got a dreadnought done. I still have a tank, a dreadnought, and five scouts and two characters to go with yeah. like what two and a half, three weeks. So it's possible, not impossible, possible. If I don't, I, it's four weeks actually, isn't it? Because this is only October or September fifteenth. That today's recording date. But by the time the episode comes out, it might be more. Yes, sorry. Eh, anyway. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I am trying, but God, it's hard. <laughs> it is. You're painting a lot of blue. I know oh, so monotonous. Very, very monotonous. All right. So that is Saturday's events. Let's go to Sunday. What do we got going on Sunday? Sunday is sort of my baby that I would like to play in, but I've got to talk to the TO about that. It is the Age of Sigmar second edition in the tournament. Uh, three round, 2,000 points. Endless spells are in use. Uh, painting not required, but it is... All these painting is not required, but very preferred if you can, because it's kind of hard to compete for best painted or best overall if you don't have three colors on your army. Uh, display boards are encouraged for all of these. Uh, 32 players again, eight hours. Uh, the convention opens at nine, closes at five. So typically that's kind of your uh, time span there. And with this one, we are allowing endless spells, which I'm sure I already mentioned prior but uh, we are looking at using the realm rules. So that'll probably be limited, uh, but we'll have those sort of in effect each round. It, but it's going to be predetermined by the judge without anyone knowing. Does that make sense? Kind of. I mean, are you guys looking at basically I, doing what they did at Siege World? Like, here's the realm rules. We can do a command thing. We can do a spell right. thing. But are you going to do the weird bonkers terrain as well? Because that's a lot of extra information. Um, I I think it'll just be standard terrain that they use, like that standard D6 terrain table. Um, and I, I believe that like Realm of Beasts are going to be excluded because that one you bring a monster and it bullshit. A little. <laughs> I I know you want to bring your siege giant, right? I want to bring um, all the, I'll bring all the giants for everybody. <laughs> everybody, every table will have two giants. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it's one of those things where we're trying to embrace the rules that they have out there currently. And and this is what a lot of Midwest tournaments are doing. They're saying, hey, you can bring in uh, endless spells. You know, there are match play points for them. So that's great. Uh, but instead of like picking your realm prior to arrival, which could benefit your army tremendously, especially with some of the spells out there, um, I think most places are just 
you know, kind of Xing out the realm spells, but when you get into the actual realm for like the general ability, they allow that. All right, all right. I know you don't want to hear that, but <laughs> but like there is one specific spell that increases the damage output or attack by one, and some of the guys were I had was emailed about that, and I'm like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> but my skeletons want to do 240 damage every turn. I'm like, no, it's we're not doing 240 attacks or two damage per spear attack. You know, it's just, uh, yeah. So rolling with none of the ignorant stacking. Yes. Um, as as the, it should be. With some of these events also, you know, you can generate your armies online. This one, we, we're using the War Scroll Builder from the Warhammer community site. So typically go online, print your list off, use it the standard way that everybody else is doing it. Right on. So, you know, you said 2,000 points, right? Yes. Okay, it's three rounds. Yes. Okay. Anything else going on on Sunday? Sunday, we also have a Kill Team 40K event. Uh, the points are 100 to 150 uh, for escalation rounds. We're doing four rounds. Uh, we have command rosters already built online. There's a link there. Um, you want to bring three completed command rosters so that you can give those out to your opponents. Have your Kill Team data cards are required for each model, so... We know you know what your stuff does. Um, with that, the tournament packs will be handed out. Uh, we'll have specific uh, core rules with those, including dangerous terrain, stratagems, environmental tables, the war effort, strategic withdrawal, and consequences of battle. I don't know a damn thing about Kill Team I'm at this point. That too. Well, I think with each one of those, it's kind of like specific tables that you roll on. So just like with Fantasy or Age of Sigmar, you know, you have your uh, specific artifact tables that you can choose from. You have specific general abilities you choose from. Like environmental table might be uh, what your what happens from round to round with your army. Because like with this one, your warband can actually, or I'm sorry, your kill team can upgrade or get better each round so you have to keep track of that there's specific things you have to track in that game right so one of the things that might be a little confusing to some people is going through the events registration site when you look at the events individually there's this lineup of who's hosting it what number event it is what type of event it is blah 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 blah. eventually you see cost is zero dollars but when you get down into the description at the very bottom the costs are ten dollars so Let's go and say I'm going to attend FlatCon for the weekend. So my pre-registration online is $25. Correct. Let's say I play in the Sunday 4 round 40K, the AOS 3 round on Sunday. Sorry, 40K is Saturday. So that's going to be another $20. So I'm at $45, correct? Correct. Okay. And then, so $45, I don't consider that bad. I'm getting seven games of some kind of Warhammer in. Uh, it's right. not. It, this still knocks itself into the target area of one of the cheaper conventions we go to, frankly. I and I would say so as well. If you look at other conventions during the same time period, your event ticket for just showing up to the convention is usually thirty to thirty-five, and each tournament is twenty to twenty-five to register at. Right. So you're looking at almost doubling your cost along with staying in a larger city. Our, our hotels in the Bloomington normal area are usually around 68 to 108 uh, per night, depending on if you want to stay on the bad side of town or by the convention. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I'll just be honest. I mean, you know, you've got your the hotels that have the sticky carpet or and that's no dig at John. Sorry. <laughs> or the ones that are brand new with, you know, everything smells like it just came out of Ashley Furniture, you know. Right. So speaking of venue, um, the FlatCon is held at the Interstate Center, which is the McLean County Fairgrounds. It's just outside of Bloomington, Illinois, uh, off of I-55 as you pass around the city. So it's real close to the interstate, real easy to get to, probably not more than five minutes off the interstate, honestly. There are a couple of hotels right right there. There's plenty of food just up the road, but FlatCon does bring in a food truck usually every year. So there, there is food on site. It's a nice center. It's a big open building. It's pretty airy. Uh, it can get a little warm in there. I'm not going to lie. It's just kind of the facts of things. But, you know, it, it, it's a nice place. They've been there for a number of years, and, and we've never had too big of a problem with it. No. And, you know, there's a good there's a Holiday Inn Express, uh, a Fairfield Inn and Suites, which is a Marriott, and a Comfort Inn and Suites. But the thing that I like is there is a Steak and Shake, Bob Evans. Um, and then further down the road into town, you've got your Walmart. Well, Walmart's closer, but I mean uh, fast food. So if you want to grab a McDonald's, a Taco Bell, uh, Arby's, Culver's, the chicken place. What's the chicken place? Popeye's? That's, yeah, Popeye's chicken. There's that, you know. And you can send somebody to go get food, bring it back. You know, you guys can go out real quick. There is plenty of time, you know, 45-minute gaps in the schedule where you can go get some food and then come back. Um, I do believe in the food truck. You know, they've supported the convention for uh, several years, and I believe it's a taco truck, right? I think they got some good nachos. Yeah, That's it's usually a get. usually it's Mexican truck. Um, pretty tasty food, yep. though. Some of the neat events that FlatCon does every year, uh, and this one really fascinated me last year, is they have a giant. So Gale Force Nine makes a game called Tanks. Uh, it's kind of co-created with Battlefront Ventures for Flames of War, so it uses those scale vehicles. But they had a group who built giant, like, I don't know what scale they are, but they're Legos. They're Lego tanks, and they play tanks on the floor, and it's a massive, like, 50-foot by 40-foot square of floor space they play this on, so it's pretty cool looking. Definitely something to check out when you get there. Um, and they have another game that uses Lego ships. Did you see that one too? Where they build like uh, it's the 1990s style brown ship that you can build. That's like a pirate ship, and yeah. you sail around. Yeah, they've had those that, those yeah. guys there for a number of years. Yeah, it's pirate ships sailing around shooting each other. Those are always also very cool to look at. Yes. Um, and they are open events, so you can sign up to play in them. Um, it, let me, and I'm gonna kind of jump backwards to back to the miniature site if you are not a games workshop person or you only play like 40k or sigmar there is also an infinity tournament which you could email and check out in a star wars armada i don't know if those one of them looks like it's filled but the star wars armada still had some openings uh it it's just one of those one-off that you could do for a couple hours or a day if you wanted right on um, like you said, let's just go real quick wrap up prize support. So there is what a first, second, third, and best. Op- is there a best op- or no? I'm sorry. It would be first. So, it would be best overall, best general, <laughs> best painted, best sports. Is that for every tournament? Correct. That is our aim. So we were trying to give away those four primary awards uh, for every for all five events. Um, we have ordered best overall plaques for every event at this point. Had. Uh, a lot of interest in the grab bag. So if you pre-register early, um, you will get a premium grab bag for the first 20 people. 
I'm trying to expand that to 40 because we're almost at our 20. We actually have like 16 people paid uh, with 24 that have tickets but haven't prepaid. So those people have been emailed. So it could be sold out in like the next week um, just to kind of like give everyone a heads up. Like when they're listening to this, I would still encourage you to try and pre-register because we have other conventions in the um, queue to join the grab bag. So we could potentially expand it to that 40 mark. So, you know, even though we're almost sold out with those premium bags, uh, and when I say premium, it's the Spellcrow miniatures. There's there's only 20 of those, like, bits bags. So, yeah, I can't really, like, stretch that any further. You know, it's kind of first come, first serve. Right, right. So I assume, I assume, but I don't know, and I would like clarification on this. Are, is everybody doing the share of the wealth thing, which anybody who doesn't know what I mean by that, some tournaments do the thing where somebody can win two awards. I've never approved of winning two awards. Like, if you've won one, you don't need a second one. Diddle off. Uh, you might be the best painted and the best general, but you don't need both, frankly. Are you guys doing uh, share the wealth and making sure that someone doesn't get two awards? Yeah, we will be making sure that awards do not double up. Yep. Just curious, because I had someone ask me that the other day. I have been asked several things. I actually got asked for mission packs on Facebook. I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm not running the tournament, but I don't even think the TO would do that anyway. <laughs> like, if they could get a guaranteed of what mission's going to be included for the event. And I'm like, that's, you know, not everybody might be on the same Facebook group, you know. So that would give somebody an early advantage to start painting up certain units now to take advantage of a scenario. So there is some competitiveness to Flatcon already. So we're just going to kind of roll with it and make everybody bring a balanced army and a good spirit. That's our goal. People are too concentrated on winning damn games, man. It's a game. <laughs> Go have fun. You don't need to crush everyone to have yeah. fun, for God's sakes. Well, and, and it's a Relay for Life event, so we're just trying to make sure people have fun and get a good experience. You know, the money's going towards that. Um, I'm glad that we had so many outside companies sponsor the grab bags and sponsor the prizes, the local game store get on board. Um, we had three tables painted prior. We've got more terrain that has been painted since. So, you know, and there's some more things in the plans for the next three weeks to get more terrain on the table. Um, we would like people to play on new tabletop surfaces, on new hills, new castles, and things like that. And I think everybody likes seeing something different. Conversions of terrain or, or what have you. Right. So, uh, let's go over the essentials. The website for FlatCon, if you want to read about everything, is flatcon.com. But, if you don't need to read about it and you're wanting to register events, they are working through the tabletop.events website. So, it's tabletop.events slash conventions slash flatcon dash 2018 you can get to the events through there for your registrations uh chuck where could they find the facebooks and twitters for flatcon and you i assume they can just look up flatcon can't they yes yeah, so if you wanted to get on flatcon's page you would just type in flatcon uh in your general search bar and if you are looking to get a hold of of course this is flatcon in bloomington illinois um it's a community organization so just go like the page and and follow it if you want to look at my Twitter feed, you can go to at ODT Gaming and follow me there. There is a video on my profile with some of our sponsors. I post uh, updated terrain that's been painted on there, updated sponsors that join in to the fray. Um, 
any trophy updates that we had ordered in and you know dropped in. If you've got questions about the actual uh, games, you can email me. I can forward that on to the TOs so that we can get you you know uh, your issue resolved or your question resolved prior. Um, we still have plenty of time. Right on. So that is it. FlatCon 2018, October 12th, 13th, and 14th, Bloomington, Illinois. Head over there. Register for those things, for goodness sakes. Check out all the updates. <laughs> Chuck has been doing a hell of a job promoting and just getting the word out there and doing his best to make sure that we get the best and biggest event we can. And we really you know, want to thank him for that. So thank you very much, Chuck, for all the support you're giving to the community. Thank you. And I, you know, I appreciate the support um, you've given me and um, other podcasts have given me where they're allowing me to come on, uh, talk about FlatCon and what we've done and, you know, what the future holds. So um, right now, uh, just kind of like let everybody know we are uh, approaching like the one third to uh, 40% fill with both that 40K tournament and the Age of Sigmar tournament, which are those larger Saturday, Sunday events. So um, if you're curious, you want to uh, jump in the fray, you're from the Midwest, you're within a couple hours, I strongly encourage that. Or if you know someone, refer them to us. Uh, we can get them hooked up with a decent venue, good food, um, benefit relay for life, and have fun. All right. So thanks a lot, guys, for tuning in for episode number 30 of the Hobby Heroes podcast, talking about FlatCon 2018. We will be back next month. Uh, not really sure what the topic will be next month, but... I'm sure my extra show next month will probably be an after-action report for FlatCon, so... Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, I just got the... Uh, after. <laughs> I finally, you know, three weeks later, got the after-action out just today for Siege World, so... Yeah, yeah I'm not the fastest at this point. Boy Scouts is has kicked back on uh, along with the start of yep. school, so we are busy, busy, busy. We busy. have families and, and extra hobbies on the side, yep. Indeed we do. So thanks a lot, Chuck, for joining me for the show. And thank you, listeners, for joining in and listening. Good night and good luck. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs>